What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. The Texas Rangers win the American League pennant last night as they put an end what feels like an end to the run of this Houston Astros team with an 11-4 blowout win in Game 7 of the ALCS. The Diamondbacks beat the Phillies last night 5-1. They try to do it again tonight in Game 7. And the winner gets the Texas Rangers. The Giants and Jets get ready for a face-off. As they play each other on Sunday, well, how much does it mean? We preview everything for you right here. Coming up next on Locked Up Sports. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Bob Walters. Thank you for tuning in. And the two best words in sports, Game 7. We had one last night. We have another one tonight. And by about 11.30, 12 o'clock tonight, we will have our matchup for the Fall Classic 2023. It will be the Texas Rangers against either the Arizona Diamondbacks or the Philadelphia Phillies. Suarez going for the Phillies. Uh, tonight, he's pitched very well in the playoffs. He's going up against a rookie for Arizona. Listen, they jumped all over Nola last night in, in Game 6 to force this Game 7. Nobody ex ever expected them to even be here. They're kind of playing with house money. It's it's You can't really picture them winning this game tonight, Arizona, that is, against Philly with the atmosphere, with everything going on. But you never know because they played. I didn't see them winning last night either. And they came out. They got three in the first inning. They won the good, and they never looked back. They never looked back. They got three in the first inning. Never looked back. They won five to one. They got brilliant pitching. They got a good bullpen performance, and they forced the game seven tonight. And now the pressure is right back on Philadelphia because they cannot lose two games at home, game six and game seven, to this Arizona team. They have got to win this thing. They're going to be favored if they do win in the World Series, I think, at least. As they will be, as whoever wins tonight's game will be facing the Texas Rangers and give them credit. They put last night kind of felt like an end to the run of the Houston Astros. I don't think that I don't call them a dynasty. In my book, you got to win three in, in, in a short span of time to be a dynasty. They won two. One of them is kind of tainted. Uh, Dusty Baker has he hasn't announced his retirement but it's it's all over the place that he has talked to people he's told people that that it's going to be the end and that he's going to retire after this season and it's not it's not the way he wanted to go out with an 11-4 blowout loss in game 7 at home to your in-state rivals and like i said just kind of felt like the end for the Astros last night you know it, it they had the desperation move with the with the Verlander trade Try to bring back the old glory. That kind of felt like a little like, uh, you know, like, like they were pushing it. They were trying to get, get, get the old glory back. And they didn't play great this season. They were 16 games worse than they were last year when they won the World Series. They still made it to Game 7 of the League Championship Series. And they just ran into a buzzsaw that is the Texas Rangers. And Bruce Bochy continued. He's never lost a Game 7. Continues to continues that streak. He won again last night. Uh, really, the only player that did not play well for the Rangers last night was uh, Scherzer. He pitched. Uh, he started the game. He pitched two and two and two thirds, two runs on four hits. It was close, but it was again the road team jumping all over them in the first inning. 
They got three runs. They got three in the first. They got one in the third. And then they had a four spot in the fourth inning. And, and once that fourth inning was over, the game was over and the celebration kind of began. And you could just kind of feel it as, as the, the, the dynasty, in quotes, or not dynasty, kind of came to an end last night in Houston. And give the, give the, like I said, give Bruce Bochy and give the Rangers credit. When they need a big, when they need to get a big out, they get it. When they need a good play in the field, they get it. They get the big hits. They do what they have to do. They run the bases well. They are a sound baseball team, and they're going to be a tough out, whoever they play in the World Series. I, I, I can't see Philadelphia losing tonight. I really can't. You got, you got a, a rookie for Arizona on the mound. Game seven, going up against Suarez, who, who is, has been excellent this postseason. He is a big game pitcher. They got Bryce Harper. The, the place is going to be going crazy. If Arizona wants a chance tonight, they got to do exactly what the Rangers did last night and jump all over them in the first inning. They have to do what they did last night. Score in the first inning. Get a lead. Get the crowd out of it. Get, get the Phillies a little shaken. Maybe get them nervous because all the pressure is on them. And just hope that this kid goes out there and pitches the game of his life and they could somehow win and, you know, complete an unlikely trip to the, to the World Series. I mean, it, now, Major League Baseball, you better believe, is rooting for the Phillies. Nobody wants to see Rangers Diamondbacks in the World Series. Nobody. Nobody wants to see Rangers Diamondbacks ever. You know, like I said the other night uh, on the show with Brett, I said, no one's ever said, oh, the Ranger Diamondback game is on tonight. Let's watch it. Because <laughs> it's not a good, because it's just not appealing. Now, the, the, they've been two great series. This is, uh, I was shocked that this is the first game seven in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies franchise. 140 years they've been playing baseball. The first time they've ever played a game seven. Diamondbacks, it's the first one since they beat the Yankees in 2001 with the Luis Gonzalez, you know, base hit up the middle of Mariano Rivera in game seven, the walk-off hit. It's their first game seven. Last night, the Rangers advanced to the World Series for the first time since 2011, which was one of the all-time great World Series. But they lost to that Cardinals team that had a great run at the end of the season to make the playoffs. Continued it right through. They had the, they was the, the game six with Joe Buck making the we'll see you tomorrow night call and the David Freeze getting the two-out triple. Two-out, two-run triple to tie the game in the ninth inning. That is the, the greatest game six of all time. So we'll see. So it's going gonna, it, gonna to be good tonight. Last night was good, too. Last night was, it was a, a little anticlimactic because, you know, you, were, you sat down. You had the game at 5 o'clock, the Phillies game six at 5 o'clock. You were ready to get two good baseball games, and you got two blowouts. And the games were never really close. The Phillies kept it a little bit close. The Astros kept it close for about three innings until the, the, the fourth spot got put up by the Rangers in the fourth inning, and then they, they never looked back. And I, I mean, you never got the feeling that Houston was going to really do anything, and you never got the feeling that the Phillies were going to do anything. They never really threatened. The MVP of the ALCS is Garcia, of course. He had five RBIs last night. He had two more home runs. He's been unbelievable. Give uh, Longoria credit. He's almost 40 years old. He's getting big hits. Texas Rangers and Bruce Bochy has this team really playing well. Really playing well at the at the right time. They've hit their stride. They get all the big hits. They're hitting with power. 
They're getting good pitching. And that's what happened with the Astros. The Astros, they didn't get the good pitching. They, they, the only pitcher that hasn't pitched well for the Rangers is, is Scherzer, which, makes, which, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. Exactly what I wanted to happen. But as far as the Astros goes, Dusty Baker, it looks like he hasn't, he hasn't said he's retiring yet, but the, the writing's on the wall. It's all over the place. He's clearly told people going into you know, some point in this season that this was going to be his last season. He was going to retire after this season. And then, yeah, he's, he's like 78 years old. So, you know, and he's had a great, great career. Hall of Famer. He will be, you know, he's a great manager. He's an all-time manager. He's just, you know, he's, he's done. And it feels like it's the end for the Houston Astros. Like I said, I don't consider it a dynasty. I think they had to get that third championship. The one in 2017 is tainted as well. You, I don't, uh, I'm not going to say you can't call them a dynasty. I think it's an argument that can be had. I just don't call them a dynasty. I think they would have had to win this year. Would have been three in a row. They couldn't do it. He got knocked out by, by a good team, the Rangers. Nobody ever saw this coming from either of these teams, from the Rangers or the Diamondbacks. And like I said, tonight, all the pressure in the world is on Philly. The, the Phillies cannot lose this game. They cannot lose this game. They will, they will haunt them forever. If they went back to Philly and lost two straight games, game six and game seven to this Arizona team, it will haunt them forever because this is, I've been saying it since the beginning of the playoffs, this feels like it's the Phillies' year to win it. And I think we'll have a good series if we could get Phillies Rangers. That's what I'm going to be rooting for. And I know it, it kills me to, you know, to root for, root for the Phillies tonight. And I like to root for the underdog. I'd like to see this kid bat pitch really, really well. It would be a great story. A rookie kid, Game 7. It's happened before. You know, you get unlikely heroes in Game 7s sometimes. In all sports, you get unlikely heroes in Game 7s. In hockey, you get a bunch of them it, you know, you have a Stefan Matteau. You have, you have stuff like that. Tonight, I think it's the Phillies night, and I don't think it's going to be the no-name guys. I think Harper's going to have a big night. I think Schwarber's going to get some big hits. I think that the Phillies will probably jump all over this kid. And hopefully we get a tight game, but I can see Philadelphia running away with it, kind of like the Rangers did last night. 11-4. Um, listen, what can, you, what can you say about, about the, the, game, the game last night? And give, give Arizona credit because Arizona, they jumped all over Nola, who was, who was primed to close that thing out last night. Nobody saw that coming. Philadelphia was there. The, the crowd was there. They were ready to party. They did not. And they just got knocked upside the head in the first inning right off the bat. They're, they're down 3 nothing. They got one back. It was 3-1. Did they get one? Yeah, they got one back to make it 3-1. And then they just got shut down. They got shut down by the pitching of Arizona. They went to they went they had good bullpen work. Arizona's gonna be a good team going forward. In the next couple of years, they're gonna be a good team. Now, as far as Houston goes, I think Houston's gonna be a good team. It's still gonna be a good team. They can still make the playoffs. They're not in a great division. I mean, Texas, uh, the Rangers are better right now. And and it wasn't that they didn't hit. The Astros. The Astros got 12 hits last night. They got four runs on 12 hits. They just couldn't get anybody out. Anytime they, they, they started to get something back, started to get something going, they just got shut down by multiple run inning by the, by the Rangers. They had one, two, three. They had three, three multiple run innings. A three-run inning, a four-run inning, a two-run inning, and then two one-run innings. And like I said, Garcia's been killing the ball. 
He was unbelievable. He's been unbelievable in this playoffs. Him, Harper, and Schwarber, they've been great. Harper and Schwarber for the Phillies. Garcia. And give all, Evan Longoria has played well. He's kind of turned back the clock at 40 years old or 38 years old, however old he is. And he, he had him, he's having himself a great, a great postseason. And maybe he gets the ring that he never could get with Tampa Bay all those years. He's played in a ton of postseason games because Tampa was in it every year. So that, that, that's going to be it. The story today, obviously, is the Game 7 leading up to Phillies game. It's also Dusty Baker. Again, hasn't announced it, but he, he's going to be done. So now the, now the Astros, you're going to see them start to reset. How fast can they get back? Who's going to want to stay? Who's going to want to leave? It's, there's a lot of questions for the Houston Astros going into next year. We'll see who, what they do. There's a couple teams looking for a manager. The Mets are looking for a manager still. So there's, there's a bunch of people, you know, I, I have no idea to even begin to, to speculate who they would get. But they got a lot of they got a lot of questions to answer, and, and I think you're gonna see them start to you know they'll dip, and then in two years they'll probably be bad, and they'll have to rebuild. And and the Rangers are a prime example of it doesn't need to take long, because two years ago the Rangers lost a hundred games, this year they are now winners of the American League pennant, headed to the World Series. So tonight the game is eight o'clock. Suarez on the mound for Philadelphia gets fat. Arizona, the rookie. TBS is the game. Again, it's going to be Brian Anderson. Darling is in the booth. So we got that. That's what's going on in the baseball game. One of the World Series Friday, 8 o'clock on, I believe it's Fox. I think Fox has it. I think it'll be on Fox Fox because Fox had the ALCS, but it was on FS1, which, which is another thing. Like... <laughs> Can you put the game on Fox? Can you put game seven on Fox? Not, not Fox FS1 and channel 400 where you got to go dig for it. That, that, that's the problem with baseball. You, gotta, you should not have game seven with a trip to the World Series on the line on FS1 in the 400s on your, on your TV. It's something that the NHL does. It's something that the NHL did. Even the NHL got that right after a while. They fixed it. They moved it to NBC. Baseball still now. You got to go searching for Game 7 of the ALCS or the NLCS. You didn't have to do that. So that, 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 that's something that bothers me. It probably doesn't bother anybody else because most people know what, what channel it is, but it bothers me because more people watch the networks. It just is what it is. You get in the lower audience when you watch it, when you have it on FS1 up and it's in a cable package. Not everybody has it. Not everybody can find it. They give up. Yep. So that, that's, that's what I got to say about that. Joe Buck does not do the games anymore. I know a lot of people are happy about that. I happen to like Joe, Joe Buck. Um, what else we got going on? The Jets and the Giants getting ready for this weekend. Big, big game for the Jets. Okay. The Jets have to win this game. The Jets want to want to have any kind of season. Giants saved their season last week, at least prolonged it a little bit. They're now two and five. The Jets could get over 500 if they beat the Giants. They're a better team than the Giants. The Giants are not going to be able to stop that pass rush. Tyrod Taylor is going to play. I, I haven't heard anything about Daniel Jones, but Tyrod Taylor is going to play. He's got two straight wins for this team. He's played well. I think it's somewhat of a quarterback controversy. I got killed on social media when I put it up there about a quarterback controversy. 
listen, the two best games that were played by a quarterback for the Giants this year have been the last two games. Taylor seems calm back there. He doesn't panic. He throws a good deep ball. They blocked a little bit better. I know everybody says Saquon Barkley was there. But Barkley was there for a couple games, too, with Daniel Jones. Barkley was there for the 40 nothing against the Cowboys. Barkley was there for the Arizona first half. He was also there for the Arizona second half, so give that credit. But I don't know. It just To me, it looks like Tyrod Taylor has more command over this offense right now. And like I said, that doesn't mean Daniel Jones is never going to play again for the Giants. He's younger. Taylor's older. Let him see what he could do. Let him play. Let Daniel Jones heal up. He's got a neck issue. You got Daniel Jones for the next seven years. You don't need him busting up his neck in, we, in the first year of this contract. If you expect anything out of this contract, which I don't. I don't know. I don't think he'll finish it. But he's gonna, he'll be the starting quarterback again. But let Tyron Taylor be the quarterback. And Saquon Barkley had a big fumble. He almost cost him the game last week. The muff punt to start the second half and the Barkley fumble in, this, in the fourth quarter almost caught the Giants, cost the Giants the game. They got to figure out how to get these guys to catch these punts. It's, a, it's such a simple part of the game. And it's just a devastating mistake whenever it happens. When you muff a punt and lose the fumble, that is a devastating mistake. And it turns the game right on its heels, no matter what's going on. The special teams of the Giants are no good. They have a great field goal kicker. Everything else is no good. These guys are back there muffing these punts. It's like the third muff punt that they've had. That could have cost them the game. It completely turned around. They had a 14-0 lead. Washington was dead. They were playing like crap. They give them great field position. They fumble the punt. It's 14-7, and then before you know it, Washington's going in with a chance to win the game after Barkley fumbles. Barkley did not have a great game on the ground. He ran for like 38 yards or something. So, you know, the, the whole thing with Barkley, I get it. He's a great player. But can, can, we, can we ease it a bit? He's not the reason they won. And they won an ugly game. I'm not sitting here. It's not like Taylor went out there and threw 370 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. No. He threw that good deep ball down the sideline on the, on the final drive that the Giants had the ball, the one where Barkley fumbled. That was a big play. He made good throws. He stayed in the pocket. He didn't panic. He didn't turn the ball over. At this point, that's the best you can hope for. Giants finally scored a touchdown in the, in the first half an offensive touchdown in the first half in week seven. So the Giants and the Jets will play Sunday. I believe it's one o'clock. It'll be fun. It's a Giants home game. So the crowd will be skewed for the Giants. Just because it's all season ticket holders, there'll be Jets fans in the building. But it will be a Giants crowd. And this is the Giants Super Bowl. Because let's be real, the Giants aren't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. You could get even if you get to this thing to four and five and you beat the Jets, they're not going to the playoffs in the NFC. The Jets now, the Jets have a shot. And, and you still hear Aaron Rodgers talking about coming back this year. I, I don't see it. I don't see how it's possible. I don't see how he, everybody else in the world with that injury takes 12 to 18 months to heal. Aaron Rodgers, you're telling me all of a sudden takes eight months, six months? Fine. He's not coming back this year. You got Zach Wilson's your guy. You're going to have to win with your defense. 
they can at least make a season of this. I don't think they're going anywhere. Maybe they, they backdoor into the playoffs. You get yourself a playoff game. But stop with the Aaron Rodgers coming back. I can't see him coming back. Everybody else in the world takes a full year to heal. And, and when they come back in a year, it's, that's like a quick recovery. He's talking coming back in the regular season. You know, what, 13, 14 weeks later, that's three months. It's like a quarter of the time of every other, everybody else that has this injury. So the Jets, the Jets, Giants, listen, Zach Wilson's got a key, can't make the big mistake. The Jets are a better team. The Jets have a good defense. They should be able to be all over. The Giants' offensive line is terrible. We all know it's terrible. So we'll see what Tyrod Taylor can do. He's going to have to get you have to get the ball out of his hands quick, quick slants. They're not going to be running deep patterns against the secondary that the Jets have. Jets' pass rush is going to be getting to Taylor. You're going to have to get the ball out real quick. You're going to need a big game from Barkley. And maybe, you know, you win another, another ugly game if you're the Giants. That's what you, you know, you got to get this thing, make it ugly. Because you're not, you're not going to win, you know, not going to be 31-28. The Giants win, they're going to need to win 17-13. 20 to 20 to 16, 24, 21, something like that. 13, 10, I could even see. They don't score points. We, we've gone over this many, many times that the Giants don't score points. Took them to week seven to get an offensive touchdown in the first half. The quarterback's out. The offensive line stinks. The receivers are, are iffy. And the Giants secondary is, is not very good. I mean, the Giants got lucky that they that they were able to stop Washington from going in and winning that game. Washington was right on the doorstep. And then the Giants caught a break even after that because on the fourth down, the game ended in a wacky way where the, the, the guy on, on the commanders didn't know the rule. He went down. He could have got up and got, got himself off the field with the injury. He didn't know the rule. He went down. As soon as somebody steps on the field to help him, it's a 10-second runoff because they had no timeouts, and the game was over. The, the, the Giants were facing a fourth and long. They were going to have to do something. They were going to either have to punt it or take a safety. Probably would have ended up taking the safety. But, you know, they, they could have forced them to do something. And God knows this year the Giants, are, they, they could have screwed that up. You could have seen them screwing that up, right? So, you know, they didn't. It never happened. The, the, the guy in Washington didn't know the rule. He thought he was helping his team out by staying down with an injury. Didn't happen. It's a 10-second runoff because they had no timeouts. Again, how do, how do they not know the rules? How do you make it to the NFL and not know like these simple things that everybody that watches football knows? Tyron Taylor the week before. How do you run that? Like, What are you doing? The, 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 some of the stupidity in the NFL with these plays and with the coaches and with the players making stupid mistakes, it's unbelievable. I could have told you in, when I was 10 years old that if you have no timeouts and you have an injury, it's going to be a 10-second runoff. This guy's in the NFL. He's 20-something, and he doesn't know that. I could have told you when I was 8 years old that you can't run the ball with no timeouts on the 3-yard line because you can't risk not getting in because the clock runs on the running play. Tyrod Taylor, what does he do? He runs it. 
some of these coaches with their fourth down going for it. It's 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 uh, astonishing to me the bonehead stuff that goes on in in the NFL this year, especially. I just feel like there's more of it this year. A um, couple of games of note: Steelers. Mark Mancini covering the Steelers this week. Uh, last week they went into L.A. with the Rams and they got came away with a win, a big win. The Steelers. He's not with us today. Uh, spoke to him earlier. Probably gonna be with us Thursday. So we'll we'll throw something together and we'll talk with him on Thursday. Uh, the Patriots. The Bills. Listen, the Bills are in trouble. The Bills. You can't lose to the Patriots there. And give Belichick credit. He gets his three hundredth win. Kind of delays the inevitable. You know the the Mac Jones had a good drive. He made a great throw on a third down where he was under all types of duress. It was a third and eight. He made a great throw, stayed in the pocket, got hit. They scored in the, the final waning seconds. And Buffalo is now losers to the Jets. They lost to Jacksonville. And now they lost to New England. That is an alarming three losses for the Bills this year. And all three in a row. The Chiefs went and they they took care of business in their game. The Raiders got blown out. The Raiders are terrible. The Raiders the Raiders cannot win. I mean, the Raiders didn't weren't even competitive. Lions got blown out by Baltimore. I think that says more about Baltimore than it does about the Lions. The Lions are going to win that division. I told you they got a big lead in that division. There's nobody else in that division that could even come close to challenging them. They had a bad week. They're allowed to have a bad week. The Ravens, though, I think the Ravens are a real deal. I think they're a good team. I think Jackson has them playing well. I think Harbaugh is, a, we all know Harbaugh is a great coach. I think the Ravens are, are a surprise. They're, somebody to, they're, they're a team to watch in that AFC. But as far as the Lions go, I mean, listen, the Lions had a bad week. It is what it is. They're going to win that division going away. They're still going to have, they're going to have the division basically all wrapped up by the Thanksgiving game. I'm not worried about the Lions. Uh, last night, the Monday night game, San Francisco loses the game. San Francisco loses in Minnesota. And Minnesota now, all of a sudden, as we were talking about them tearing it down, getting rid of Kirk Cousins, 0-4. They've now won three in a row. They're 3-4. and four. Like I said, they're in, they're in the, the Lions division, so they're not going to challenge that division. But now they're 3-4, and four and they're back in the conversation. They still got to win. You can't go to three and six. So the Lions, have, uh, the Vikings have work to do, but they've dug themselves out of the hole. And now at three and four, they're relevant again. And Kirk Cousins played very well. He's, uh, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. That's why I said if the Jets had a chance to get him, they, they, they should have. You jump all over that because Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He's underrated. People give him a hard time because he's kind of blah. You watch the, the documentary, the Netflix documentary. It kind of humanizes him a little bit. Kind of like him a little bit more, but you know, yet Cousins last night, and these aren't like out of the ordinary numbers for Cousins 35 of 45, 378 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Purdy didn't have a, a, a bad night either. He was 21 of 30, 272 with a touchdown, but he threw two picks. And the last one, as they were driving for the winning score, for the possible winning score, is what ended the game. He threw the ball right over the middle. McCaffrey again, um, not a great game. McCaffrey, you know, 15 carries, 45 yards. Kittle, five receptions. So 
49ers again, that, that's like a Lions situation. They, they didn't play great this week, but they're allowed to have an off week. They're going to be okay. Um, so that's, that's all the news really, really right there. So tonight we got game seven NLCS. The Rangers wait in the World Series. Game one on Friday. We don't know who's going to play it. We don't know where it's going to be played. Arizona tonight is a heavy underdog. I can't see that. The, all the pressure in the world is on the Phillies. They really should win this game. They have to win this game. The way this, the, that city has fallen in love with this team after last year, the unexpected run. This year, another unexpected run. Now, now expectations have risen because now they are the better team. They're at home. It's game seven. They got a big game pitcher on the mound, pitching against a rookie. Let's see the Phillies go out there and, and win the game and win the pennant. And if they do, it should be a fun, it should be a fun night. The crowd's going to go wild. It, it's, it's a wild place. Philly, it, it's been fun watching the Phillies. And I hate to say that. It really kills me to say that. I shouldn't say that. Almost sacrilege as a Mets fan to say that. But it has been fun watching this Phillies team. Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper has a big night. I think the Phillies probably jump all over the kid early in the game. If Arizona wants a chance, they're going to have to jump over him all over Suarez. They're going to have to hope Suarez can't find the strike zone, has trouble early, scrape out two or three runs, get the crowd out of it, and then hope that the kid just throws a, throws a game of his life. Because the, the Diamondbacks have a good bullpen, but you're going to have to get to the bullpen. And I don't know if they could do that. We'll see. It's going to be fun, though. Game 7, by uh, midnight tonight, we will have a World Series matchup. Game 1 is Friday, 8 o'clock. Like I said, I believe it's on Fox. Fox, Fox. It's good enough for the World Series, not for the League Championship Series. So that's going to do it for us. We will preview the World Series with Mark Bancini on Thursday. We'll also talk some Steelers. We'll get you ready, all ready. The Jets and the Giants are coming up on Sunday. Big game for both teams. Bigger for the Jets because the Jets have some kind of playoff implications, you know, going forward. I don't think the Giants did. So we'll see. And like I said, let Tyrod Taylor run this thing out. Let him play. He's playing well. They're winning games, right? They won a couple games. They're watchable with Tyrod Taylor. They were unwatchable with Daniel Jones. That, that's the only, that's all I got to say about that. So that'll do it for me. I got to get to bed. I got work tonight. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Phillies and Diamondbacks, Game 7. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. See ya.